I'm your host, Arrow Kopak, and you're listening to the podcast MP3, Mastering Personality, Perspective, and Productivity. Today's episode is in the category of perspective, titled Seeking Certainty. We are in the time of COVID-19. Safer at home orders are still in place, at least where I am, and the fears are starting to settle for some, but most are still very uncertain about where the future will lead and what our timeline for returning to business as usual will be. I titled this episode Seeking Certainty because it is something we, as people, constantly search for and feel lost when we are without it. Yet, ironically, certainty is something we are never guaranteed. I think we often mistake faith for certainty. When you say, I am certain this person will never leave me, or I am certain my job is stable, or I am certain my spouse will never cheat on me, All of that is really strong faith, and you're placing faith in people and deciding that that faith makes you certain. Certainty defined, at least defined by Merriam-Webster, is a fact about which there is no doubt. We have only uncertainty about the future. The future has always been and will always be uncertain. Now, faith defined is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. You see, certainty does not create stability. Faith creates stability. I'm not just talking about religious faith, but faith in the sense of believing in something or someone. You can have certainty in what exists right now. For example, one might say, I am certain my wife is currently married to me because I have the paper to prove it. But to have certainty that she will forever remain your wife is strong faith that you claim as certainty. From this foundation, you can acknowledge that you create your own certainty. Your certainty is an external manifestation of your faith. It is your demonstration of the strength of your faith that someone or something will remain as you expect they should. Now, the challenge is when your faith is shaken and then your sense of certainty is lost. A moment in this pandemic that I had of this moment of loss of certainty, my faith being shaken. Every morning, I would say something along along the lines of, I have hot water to bathe in, I have cold water to drink, I have food to eat, and my family is healthy and well. Therefore, all is okay. Then, one day, the hot water ran out. The water heaters in my apartment complex had broken, and we were out of hot water. Suddenly, my faith was shaken. I thought... If I don't have hot water, things are not okay. That provided my faith and my certainty. I was certain I had hot water. Now I am certain I do not have hot water anymore. I am not certain I will be okay. Thankfully, the hot water was restored. (laughs) The water heaters were repaired. But nothing is certain in the future. Only what is currently provable right now can be certain. I reference a lot that anxiety lies in the unknown. When what you thought you knew is no longer true, what you are left with is the unknown if your perspective does not shift. If you're a business owner or a leader and your employees are scared, anxious, unstable due to a lack of certainty, you may not be able to give them certainty. That which they allowed to give them a sense of certainty may no longer be available to them. Certainty is not always something you can provide to another person, since certainty is something we create and determine for ourselves. 
You can, however, give them a reason to have faith. You do this by assuring them that you have their best interests at heart, that you will do all that you can, and that you'll make it through this. It's hard to provide a foundation of faith and come across certain when you are feeling a lack of certainty too. Leaders deal with this challenge the most. The bigger challenge that I believe lies beneath the surface is the question, do you give yourself a sense of certainty for your ability to get through this, to figure it out, to survive and maybe even thrive? The ultimate question is, do you have faith in yourself? For my Christian and other religious friends out there, as I am as well, I'm not saying that you place your faith in yourself above your faith in God. I am asking if wherever your faith in yourself comes from, whether that be in believing that your strength comes from God, as I do, or from the universe or some other source, do you trust yourself enough to have a sense of certainty in your ability to figure it out, to come out the other side alive and stronger? If you cannot place certainty in, in the external realm, how important must it be to be certain in the internal realm? This brings us to the often challenging question, how do you trust yourself? It would be nice and easy if I just said in this podcast episode, you can't trust anyone or anything external, so just trust yourself. End of story. Actually, that wouldn't be very nice. It would be easier, though. I don't believe that, though. For one, I think you should trust people, but not to the extent that all of your faith and certainty lies in them. And when they inevitably make a mistake, as we all do, your certainty is shattered. So much of the content and the inspiration for this podcast came from the wisdom that was drawn out from my clients as well as friends. If you have some inner wisdom that you know needs to be drawn out for you to act upon, discover, clarify, go to harnessyourhindrance.com and fill out the form to have a free coaching session. Let's get back to tapping into mastering your perspective. I have a story to share with you from college. I remember I was in a group in college and the question of trust came up. We were discussing how much you trust people. I said, I didn't trust anyone. I got some very concerned looks right after saying that. I realized I needed to clarify quickly before they called a school counselor in. I said something along the lines of, what I mean is, I don't trust that every person will not disappoint me in some way. I don't trust that they will live up to my ideal, desired expectation. I trust people to be people. I trust them to be broken and misled and to hurt me, even at times when they don't mean to. Now, I don't see this as pessimistic, but as realistic. I trust that the hurt will happen. That doesn't mean that the hurt and the risk is not worth it. But I go into all relationships knowing that that is likely to happen at some point. I honestly hope that others go in with that expectation as well when entering into friendships and relationships with me too as I will inevitably fall short of their desired expectations too. Maybe you're like me and trust people to let you down in some way. Or maybe you're opposite of me and trust people to not let you down. I would love to hear your perspectives on this. And maybe we will dive into it again in a different way in a future episode. But I would like to get back to the part of how it would be easier to say at this point, you can't trust anyone or anything external, so just trust yourself. If only trusting ourselves were so easy. What prevents us from trusting ourselves? Is it a history of broken promises? Is it a lack of confidence in our decision-making abilities? Is it simply a fear of making the wrong choice? Which of course assumes that there is a right choice that is externally known. Herein lies the rub. I like saying that phrase. To trust yourself 
means to believe in yourself. I think the challenge for many of us, not all, but many, have with trusting ourselves is we go back mentally to all the times that we let ourselves down before. We use this as evidence for why we are not to be trusted. Our thoughts tell us this is evidence for why we should not have faith in our abilities to create our desired outcomes. For those with a demonstrated history of success, it may struggle less than the average, but they also may just have less exposure to circumstances which challenge their faith in themselves. Some of them may be facing this type of struggle for the first time with COVID-19. In my experience, there's always evidence on both sides of debate. As both sides look for the evidence that supports their viewpoint, and attribute it as support for their stance. What you may not realize you are doing is you are looking for evidence to support the stance that you are not trustworthy, rather than looking for the evidence to support that you are trustworthy. For every time that you did not follow through on something, I bet there is something else you did follow through on. For every time you did not remain positive in a situation, I bet there is a time when you stepped up and saw the bright side in another time. For every time you made the wrong decision, air quotes, wrong decision, I bet there's a time when you are proud or pleased with the decision you made. So you see, the trick to trusting yourself is to lead with trusting yourself and searching for the evidence to support that stance, rather than leading with not trusting yourself and gathering the evidence to support that stance. I'm not sure if I'm making this sound simple, but if I am, simple does not mean easy. It's not easy to gather evidence opposite of what you have gathered reflexively for so long. It takes effort and intention, but over time, your perspective will change. I leave you with this. Focus on your faith. Faith in yourself, your family, God, your potential, your opportunity. Let your faith cultivate your certainty. But don't forget that certainty about the future is a sense that you create, not an external truth. If you focus on faith first, certainty will come. If you focus on certainty in the future first, You are chasing something that you cannot catch, and you'll be left with anxiety. I hope I left you with some new ways or insights on how to provide yourself with a sense of certainty in these uncertain times. Did you catch that? No times are certain. Certainty is a perception that we create. So what perception will you create? Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about the podcast, events, workshops, or coaching, visit harnessyourhindrance.com slash mp3. And don't forget to subscribe for the podcast mailing list on our website. I have three asks. I ask that you listen to at least three episodes of this podcast before giving a rating, but then please do. I ask that you share this with three people who may benefit from the conversation you heard today. And I ask that you capture your three takeaways from this content. You may always text message MP3 to 888-523-2494 to stay informed when new episodes come out. Again, thank you for listening.